What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Coffee with a friend is like capturing joy in a cup. Welcome to the Coffee with Jenny B podcast, hosted by Jenny B, a lover of all things coffee. Each week, Jenny will chat about connecting over coffee, what brings her joy, and everything in between. A lot can happen over coffee, so grab a cup, sit back, and enjoy. Now, here's your host, Jenny B. Hello and welcome to the show. Did you know that according to research, on average, we make 35,000 decisions every day? That's 35,000 decisions every day. And 226 of those are about food. That sounds like a lot, doesn't it? But when you stop and think about all the decisions that we make, from the really small, even decisions that we don't realize we're making at the time, to the really big ones, it really does. I think 35,000 is actually a, uh, you know, not a huge, well, when you think about it, it's not a huge amount, but I think it's probably about average, I would say. And as I mentioned about food, and it's not just the food that we eat, you know, what we're having for breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, you know, for, you know, eating late at night. And then the proverbial, you know, what are we going to make for dinner? You know, do we make dinner? Do we go out for dinner? And then it's grocery shopping, right? It's, it's you know, you have your list, but then you're shopping and you're wondering, you know, if you want to pick up that versus that. And then are you sticking to your list? Or are you going off and deciding what it is that you want to do? And sometimes the decisions are really easy. You don't have to think about it. For instance, for me, when it comes to coffee, if I go to Starbucks, it's always a tall in a grounded cup with a little bit of cream. And that's what I get. I never waver. It's exactly what I want. I don't have to think about it. Or if I go to a local coffee shop, it's a small, of course, language is different because at Starbucks, it's tall, grande, venti. But in a coffee shop, it would be small, medium, and large. It's the same thing. A small dark roast, perhaps in a medium cup or perhaps just in a small cup with a little bit of cream. It never varies. I don't have to think about it. I don't have to wonder if I should get a medium roast or a light roast or it's it's dark roast, a little bit of cream. That's it. But some decisions are a little bit more difficult. So for instance, if you think about where you want to go for, on vacation or do you buy a house or where are we going to go for dinner? Are we going to go for pizza? Do we go to a steakhouse? And those decisions, you know, smaller, large, unimportant, important, whatever that is, you are in a sea of indecision because you may know what you want, but you're given options. And so when you have one choice 
it's easy to go with that choice. But when you're given several choices, it's now, oh, I don't know which one I should choose. Because you're always thinking, well, what if that option is better than the one that I'm thinking of? Or maybe I haven't tried that one. Maybe I should do something different. And that's when the should comes into your language. Should I have pizza or steak for dinner? Should I buy this dress or that dress? Should I have an iced coffee or a hot coffee? It's those shoulds that sometimes can catch us up because now you are trying to decide between one thing or another. You know, so for instance, let's say you always get a Big Mac at McDonald's and you're there with a friend and you're standing in front of the menu. And and today, for some reason, you decide, you know, I don't know if I should get the Big Mac or maybe I should get the quarter pounder. I, you know, I really can't decide. And your friend might say, well, what's the matter with you? You always get the Big Mac. That's what you like. Yeah, I know. But you know, I'm, I'm thinking I should, you know, maybe switch it up. I mean, it's kind of getting boring having the same old Big Mac. So what do you think? Should I get the Big Mac or should I get the quarter pounder? So what you're doing in that instance is you are asking for validation from someone else. You are asking them to make the decision for you. Now, what might happen is if your friend says to you, well, you know, yeah, you always get the Big Mac. So yeah, why don't you try the quarter pounder this time? And so you go ahead and you order the quarter pounder and you sit down and you start to, you take a bite. And you realize, you know, yeah, I really didn't want the quarter pounder. I should have had, I should have had the Big Mac. Or flip side, you know, you're right. The quarter pounder is a nice change. I I really like the way it tastes. So maybe this is going to be my new favorite meal at McDonald's versus the Big Mac. So it can go either way. But that's the thing with a should is that you have to make a decision between one thing or another. And the thing which should is sometimes it can offer, I don't want to say offer an opportunity for setting expectations, but it's also a way of adding extra guilt on top of you and perhaps a little bit of pressure. So an example of that would be, you know, I should do my taxes but I don't feel like it. And I just want to sit on the couch and watch Netflix. Or I should have that salad, but I feel like cheating today. And so I'm going to have the Big Mac. Choosing one or the other, you know, you have to do your taxes. You know, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. But by putting it off, you're also getting into that feeling of procrastination. You're putting off the taxes because you know it's going to be a lot of work, perhaps, or it's going to cost you money and you don't want to know what how much you're going to have to pay. So you put it off as long as you can. And it's easy just to, you know, out of sight, out of mind. It's, ah, you know, I'll do it tomorrow. I'm going to watch Netflix because that's my escapism. But eventually it catches up with you. And another way that should comes into your language is when you are telling someone else what to do. You know, 
you should have that salad because, you know, you've been eating pretty bad this week. You know, if, if, if you want my opinion, I think you should take that job. You should exercise. You should do something. So you're telling someone else, you're giving them the should <laughs> and instead of you taking the should. And when you're caught up in the shoulds, it's really hard to get out of it. So what can you do to change the should to something else? How can you flip that mindset? How can you turn things around and so that when you're making a decision, it's not a should I one or the other, it's I do want it. I do it it it's it's an easy decision to make. I recently read a book called F the Shoulds, Do the Wants by Trisha Huffman. And what she talks about, and it's right on the cover of her book, get clear on who you are, what you want, and why you want it. Now, she was herself caught up in the world of shoulds, and she realized, and she actually, it's quite a long list of all the shoulds that we do. So if you stop and think about all the shoulds that you include in your daily life, and as part of those 35,000 decisions that you make every day, that's a lot of shoulds. And shoulds are not definite. Shoulds are, again, you're in that sea of indecision because you may know what you want, but you're not 100% sure. And so then you are either waffling, asking for validation, trying to figure out what it is that you want. And sometimes you just like, you know, I have no idea what I want. No idea. You do actually, you do, because at the, at the crux of it, at the core of it, you know what you want. Because when you make the decision and it's the right decision, you know deep inside of yourself that that was the right decision all along. And so why do you waffle about choosing something else? Hi, it's Jenny. We'll get back to the show in a moment. But first, I invite you to check out my website, coffeewithjennyb.ca. That's Jenny with a G, where you'll find all the links to my episodes. You'll also find a variety of coffee gifts available for purchase, including my branded bag of Red Door Coffee Beans from Harrison's Coffee Company. As well, you'll find a link to join the Winnipeg Coffee Community Facebook group. I'll also be posting info about upcoming coffee tours and coffee nights. So keep checking my website for updates. You can also follow me on Instagram at Coffee with Jenny B. Now let's get back to the show. So what Trisha did is she made a decision that she wanted to remove the should from her vocabulary. And she admitted she found it actually very difficult to do that because it creeps into our conversation. I found myself after I read the book where I was talking to someone and I actually said should and I stopped myself. Oh, what I meant was, you know, insert another word. But speaking of another word, what can you use in place of the word should? Well, it depends on how you're looking at it. So again, to the idea that you know deep inside what it is that you want. So why not admit 
that's what I want. You know, I want that cheeseburger. I want that Big Mac. I want that iced coffee. I want that black dress instead of the red dress. I want it. And admit it to yourself. I want that thing. Not should I have it, but I want it. And do the wants. And maybe flip it around as well. So if you're trying to decide again between one thing or another, do I want the black dress or do I want the red one? And then you can decide pros and cons between the two. Well, the black one is a little bit more flattering. The red one, I'm not sure. I think I'll go with the black one. I I want the black one. But then also asking yourself, do I even want to buy a dress today? So notice there's no should there. It's not should I buy or should I not? It's do I want? So it's either asking yourself, do I want that thing? And if I want it, how badly do I want it? Or just straight up say, I want that. I want to go to Mexico. I want to have that ice cream cone. And you can also validate it for yourself. I want that ice cream cone because I was exercising today. And and you don't even have to do that. I just want that ice cream cone because I want that ice cream cone. Because it's a hot summer day and you feel like it and it makes you happy. And for me, doing something that makes you happy, doing something that brings you joy, should be at the base of every decision that you make. Does it make you happy? Does it bring you joy? Does it fulfill you? Does it solve the problem? Does it quench that craving, that desire that you've been having? You know, if you've been thinking about that ice cream cone all day long and finally, you have a chance to get it, don't should yourself because you've been thinking about that ice cream cone. You know you want it. So admit it. I want I want that ice cream cone. And you know what? And I'm going to get it chocolate dipped. I'm not even going to think about it. That's exactly what I want. And by admitting, first of all, that that is what you want and you get the chocolate dip, you are going to enjoy every single bite of that ice cream cone because it's something that you've been thinking about. It's something that you've been desiring. And when you have it, it again fills you with that happiness and that joy. And you're just lost in the moment of enjoying that ice cream cone. But if you had stopped, like let's say you pull up to the window and they're saying, what would you like? Or they're asking you, what would you like? And you say, you know, I I was going to get a, I was going to get an ice cream cone, but I don't think I should. So I'm going to skip it. And you walk away. Oh, doesn't that sound sad? I feel sad just thinking about that scenario because you've been imagining, you've been dreaming, you've been thinking about it all day long. You can imagine what it's going to taste like and you get, and you say, no, that's what you're doing. You're saying no to yourself when you should be saying yes. Yes, I want that ice cream cone. Yes, I deserve that ice cream cone. Well, maybe I don't know deserve, but (laughs) I definitely want it. Or you could ask yourself, thinking about it all day long, maybe asking yourself, you know, do I want that ice cream cone today? Or do I wait until tomorrow when I'm at the park? And so, see, it's not a should. 
Should I wait? It's, do I wait? Now, another way of looking at the should versus the want. Okay, so now we've talked about the want. Let's get back to doing our taxes. Nobody wants to do their taxes. (laughs) Let's just be clear. Nobody wants to go to the dentist. No one wants to do the the things that, you know, we need to do. So it's the need. That's the word. I need to do my taxes. Uh, my The deadline is Friday. I need to do my taxes today. It's not a should I do them. It's I need to do them. I need to do my taxes. I need to go to the dentist because I've been, I need a, a cleaning. I'm overdue for a cleaning. I've got a, you know, toothache. I've been putting it off and now I need to go. So a need is a little bit more pressing, a little bit more urgent than a want or a should. Because it's easy to say, you know what, should I go to the dentist today? Ah, you know, I can wait till next week. No big deal. Do I want to go to the dentist? Not really. I'd rather wait. People have this phobia about dentists or phobias about anything, even doing taxes. (laughs) So thinking, is it a want or is it a need? The other way to look at it too, and and this is not from the book, but it's something I, I read it on LinkedIn actually, and someone posted about the shoulds and they said, well, it's not a should I, but could I, could I do that? So now it's flipping it around even in a different direction. Could I have that ice cream cone? Could I do that thing? Could I have that Big Mac today? I don't know. Could I? So there's no should there. Could is a little tricky. Could, could I? Or another way of looking at it is can I? Can I have that ice cream cone? But the can I have that ice cream cone is, is almost like you're asking permission. I'm asking permission, whether I'm asking permission of myself or I'm asking permission of someone else or just the universe. Can I have that ice cream cone? And then what would the answer be? Yes. Yes, I can. So can, could, those would not be my options. If I'm going to look at perhaps not entirely eliminating should, just because again, as Trisha mentioned, it was really hard because it's so ingrained in what we're doing. Should, 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 you know, shoulda, woulda, coulda, (laughs) that it's not going to be easy to do that. So thinking about the wants, thinking about the needs, do I need to do that? Do I want to do that? Or just admitting, yes, I want to do that. I need to do that. And it's being true to who we are and what we are and what we want. Again, getting back to those wants. And it's thinking about what's important, again, to who you are. So if you're a person that is, let's say, busy, you're, you're you know working full-time job and you've got hobbies and you've got kids and you've got stuff going on, it is hard to make those decisions and some decisions are easier. So again, betting, getting back to those 35,000 decisions that we make every day, some of them are very easy. You know, we're turning right, we're turning left, Friday's pizza night, Tuesday's taco night. We don't have to think about it. It's just easier to build those into your day, into your week, into your schedule, more like habits in a sense. So when it's a habit, you don't have to think about it. You don't have to wonder if I'm making a decision, should I, should I again, or 
do I want to do that or do I need? It's a habit. You know, every night is Tuesday night, Tuesday's taco night, Friday's pizza night. I'm getting my tall, dark roast in a grande cup with cream in the morning. I'm making my coffee same time every day. It's something I don't have to think about it. I get it ready. It's a, it's an automatic habit, but it's those other decisions that you have to think of how it's going to affect you. Now, what I mean by that is the energy that you're putting out. Think about making those decisions and the energy and the stress that you are putting yourself under trying to make that decision. When you're doing a want, it's should be, again, I'm putting the should in there deliberately. (laughs) It should be easy for you to decide if you want something. But when you think about the shoulds, it can be stressful because you don't know what you want. And sometimes the decision to decide can really tie you up and then you make no decision. And making making no decision is a decision of sorts, but you haven't solved anything. And so next time when you're thinking about making a decision on something, I encourage you to not should yourself think about, do I want this or I want it or do I need this? And try to make it as simple as possible for you because life is difficult enough without worrying about those 35,000 decisions that we make every day. Thanks so much for listening. If you like Coffee with Jenny B and want to know more, connect with Jenny on Instagram at Coffee with Jenny B. That's Jenny with a G. Until then, all you need is joy and more coffee. Produced and distributed by the Sound Off Media Company. Come on a journey like no other where you will discover many rogues that will lead you to a happier, healthier, and more stress-free life. And the beauty is, you don't need any vacation time for this adventure. The journey will come to you. Join Avery Rich on your very own journey into yoga. Along the way, she will demystify yoga poses and guide you into a yoga posture or short sequence, all in less than 15 minutes. You have nothing to lose but stress. The Journey Into Yoga podcast. It's not for people who like yoga. It's for people who don't like yoga. Follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at AveryRich.com.